Best BookBits.com presents The Latte Factor by David Batch and John David Mann. Discover number one New York Times bestselling author David Batch's three secrets to financial freedom in an engaging story that will show you that you are richer than you think. Drawing on the author's experiences, teaching millions of people around the world to live a rich life. This fast, easy read reveals how anyone from millennials to baby boomers can still make their dreams come true. In his compelling, heartwarming parable, Batch and his best-selling co-author, John David Mann, the Go-Giver, tell the story of Zoe, a 20-something-year-old woman living and working in New York City. Like many young professionals, Zoe is struggling to make ends meet under a growing burden of credit card and student loan debt, working crazy hours at her dream job, but still not earning enough to provide a comfortable financial cushion. At her boss's suggestion, she makes friends with Henry, the elderly barista at her favorite Brooklyn coffee shop. Henry soon reveals his three secrets to financial freedom. Ideas Zoe dismisses at first, but whose true power she ultimately comes to appreciate. Over the course of a single week, Zoe discovers that she already earns enough to secure her financial future and realized her truest dreams. All she has to do is make a few easy shifts in her everyday routine. The Latte Factor demystifies the secrets to achieving financial freedom, inspiring readers to realize that it's never too late to reach for your dreams. By following the simple, proven path that Henry shows Zoe, anyone can make small changes today that will have a big impact for a lifetime, proving once again that David Batch is the financial expert to listen to when you're intimidated by your finances. Tony Robbins, number one New York Times bestselling author of Money, master the game. When was the last time you thought about doing something you longed to do, but said to yourself that you simply couldn't afford it? Whether it's that dream vacation to Asia or learning to play your favorite instrument. All these things cost money, time and energy that most of us don't have. But what if having the financial means to achieve your dreams and save up enough money for retirement were actually much easier than you thought? Well, meet Zoe, a fictional character who has the same problems as many of us. She works hard at a well-paying job, but still doesn't manage to break out of the cycle of never having enough money to achieve her goals. In his book summary, we'll explore the parable of how Zoe managed to break out of the financial prison of her own making with the help of a wise old man called Henry. In his summary of The Latte Factor by David Batch, John David Mann, you'll also discover how compound interest can make you a millionaire, why automation, not budgeting, is the key to financial success, and how saving $5 a day is enough to reach financial freedom. The Latte Factor key idea number one, like so many of us, Zoe can't afford the life she wants to live. The main character in the book summary is Zoe, a 27-year-old Brooklynite who works at a travel magazine. Her job pays well, but living in New York is expensive. On top of all that, she has both student loans and credit card debt to pay off. And while her lifestyle isn't extravagant by any means, she still barely manages to save any money at the end of every month. What's more, this lack of cash has become a common refrain in her life. Whether it's the photography course she wants to take or her dreams to travel around the world, the answer is always the same. I can't afford it. We pick up on Zoe's story three years ago, during her Monday morning commute. As usual, before work, she bought a double-shot latte from her local cafe. Helena's. Inside the Brooklyn spirit was alive and well, 
art and photography graced the cafe's walls, and the place had a cozy hipster vibe to it. But one print in a particular caught Zoe's eyes, that of a little seaside village at dawn. Even though she only had a moment to glance at the photo while ordering her latte, something about it seemed to call out to her. Continuing her commute with her latte in her hand, Zoe arrived at the World Trade Center station. An advertisement appeared on a screen containing a similar photo to that in the cafe. The photograph came with a message. If you don't know where you're going, you might not like where you'll end up. This message got her thinking about her own life, where she was going, what were her dreams, and what she was doing to achieve them. Before she could answer these questions, however, she realized she was late for work, so she continued on to her destination, One World Trade Center itself, home to the travel magazine where she worked. A few hours later, it was time for lunch with her boss, Barbara. But Barbara detected that something was off about Zoe that day and asked her what was on her mind. So Zoe recounted the story of the print at Helena's and how she'd love to be able to afford such photos for her own living room. Barbara then gave Zoe a strange suggestion. Talk to Henry, the elderly barista at the coffee shop where Zoe gets her morning latte. Ask him about the print and see what he says. The Latte Factor key idea number two, Henry introduced Zoe to the Latte Factor. The next morning, Zoe stopped by Helena's to take a closer look at the seaside photo. A price tag set beneath its frame, $1,200, a month's rent for a single photo. Still, she remained admiring the photo's beauty, trying to figure out where it was taken and mumbled names of Greek islands to herself until someone behind her said Mykonos. Nearly spilling her latte, she turned around to meet Henry, the barista Barbara had told her about. After they both admitted their admiration for the photo, Henry asked Zoe, why didn't she buy it? She shyly admitted that she couldn't afford to spend that much on a single photo. Henry then said something that Zoe didn't expect. He told her that if she could afford that latte she just bought, she could afford the photo. While Zoe politely brushed off the statement and hurried off to work, Henry's perplexing claim stuck with her throughout the day. Wednesday morning arrived, and Zoe was back at Helena's to pick up her latte. She noticed Henry standing in front of her favorite photo. After striking up another conversation with him, she asked if he'd explain his curious remark for the day before. It was at this point that Henry began sharing his three secrets of financial freedom with her. The first of these was that Zoe had to start to pay herself first. That means that instead of seeing if there was any money left over for herself after all her expenses every month, she should commit to paying herself before anything else. That also meant that even before the state comes in and taxes her income, she should put some money aside for herself in a 401k retirement plan. Combine that with compound interest, Henry added, and the money would begin to add up. Just committing $5 a day to yourself with 10% compound interest would mean a savings of $1,885 after just one year. And after 40 years, $948,611, all for the cost of a latte in Zoe's hand. Zoe's mind started racing. What if she also bought lunch to work from home instead of spending the money at the cafeteria? How much could she accrue if she changed her work week spending habits and cut her daily expenses by $25? Henry's figures showed that this would result in $3.4 million over 40 years. 
Zoe Shaw did have a lot to think about. The latte factor key idea number three. The next lesson Zoe learned is that budgets are useless and automation is key to financial freedom. Another morning, another latte. Zoe was having doubts about this amazing secret to getting her finances in order and decided to approach Henry again to ask him a few more questions. Luckily, he was ready to oblige. While she understood the whole pay yourself first part, Zoe explained she didn't see herself maintaining the discipline to keep doing that on a regular basis. Henry agreed that this was an unrealistic prospect, and it was at that point that he shared the second secret to financial freedom. Don't budget, make it automatic. Sure, budgets might work great for corporations, Henry explained, but when it comes to individual financial planning, it just doesn't work in practice. People are busy and don't have time to keep track of every single financial transaction they make. The solution, Henry went on, was to set up an automatic payment system so that when she got her paycheck, a portion of that would automatically be transferred off the taxable and spendable grid. After all, you can't spend money that you can't access, right? Once the automatic payment system was set up, it would run itself. It would require no discipline or self-control. Think about most companies, Henry remarked, whether it's your cable provider or local gym, they all automatically take money out of your account, right? They do it for the same reason you should do it, because it's simple and it works. Zoe was starting to see the light, but then she remembered her friend telling her the previous night that 10% compound interest was a thing of the past. She asked Henry, how can one still go about getting such high returns in the modern world? Henry's answer was simple. Since reliable market data collection began in 1926, the stock market has grown more than 10% every year. Of course, that depends on the year, and the market will always go up and down. But even since the 2008 financial crisis, the trend has continued. In fact, the most conservative stock portfolio would probably earn you around 8% per year. It doesn't matter if it's 5 8 or 10%, Henry concluded. The point is that compound interest applied on a portion of your pre-tax income will grow bigger over time. Just make sure it automatically comes out of your account each month. The latte factor key idea number four, Zoe's boss Barbara taught her about the three myths of money. Before leaving Helena's on Thursday morning, Zoe was introduced to one of Henry's friends, Baron. Henry helped Baron turn his life around and get his finances in order. Additionally, Baron told a surprise Zoe that Henry owned Helena's. She was learning more about this mysterious financial whiz by the minute. That morning at work, Barbara came over to Zoe's desk and asked her whether she'd talk to Henry. Zoe replied in the affirmative, but she was still having doubts. She was convinced that she simply wasn't good with money. Barbara decided it was time to share some of her own wisdom with Zoe and started to explain the three myths of money. The first myth, Barbara said, is that making more money makes you richer. While most people think they have a problem with a lack of income, the issue is usually more that they have a problem with spending. Those who make more money usually just end up spending more of it. The solution? To change the habits governing how you spend the money you already have. Barbara, for example, bought her own lunch to work every day, saving around $15 daily. The second myth, Barbara explained, is that one needs money to make money. 
Barbara has lost account of the amount of people who'd made remarks along those lines to her. As Henry had explained, it can start with as little as $5 a day. What's more, Barbara went on, is that you don't have to be a mathematical or Wall Street investor to figure out how compound interest works. Quite the contrary, the goal with making money is that it should happen by itself and that you don't even need to concern yourself with it all the time. Finally, Barbara revealed the third myth of money, that someone else will be there for you to fall back on when times get hard. Whether it's the government or your family, at the end of the day, you can't always expect to have someone to help you out. This is especially the case for us women, Barbara explained. We often hope that some Prince Charming will pop out of nowhere and swoop us off our feet when times get rough. But that's just a fairy tale. Zoe needed to be her own Prince Charming. The latte factor key idea number five, the final lesson Henry taught Zoe was that you don't have to wait until retirement to live rich. You can do so now. On her way to work on Friday, Zoe realized that she'd only heard two of Henry's three secrets. So she resolved to find out the third and final secret and stop by Helena's to acquire more wisdom from Henry. Henry was happy to oblige and started off by asking Zoe what was important to her. Not in the future, but right now. After a bit of soul searching, Zoe said that she would love to learn how to take amazing photographs. And in the long term, her dream was to travel the world. After all, it often made her sad that she worked for a travel magazine, but she herself had never left the country. Well, Henry replied, it's time to put the third secret into action. Paying yourself first and making that automatic are all well and good, but you also have to live financially free in the present. How much does a good photography course cost? Henry inquired. About $600, Zoe answered. Henry smiled. Zoe needed to open up a dream account, it seemed. In addition to her 401k, if she set aside an additional $5 every day for six months, she would have enough to take the photography course. But would the dream account be enough for her globe-trotting plans? She still needed to get enough time off work. Henry then explained to her the concept of the radical sabbatical which meant forging the time for herself to travel to over 100 countries. One of the first places he went to was Greece. In fact, the very photo of Mykonos where this all began was taken by Henry himself. With the three secrets now in her grasp, Zoe knew what she needed to do. First, she sat down with her travel magazine's HR guy and set up a 401k account. Then she opened two dream accounts, one for her photography course and one for travel. Finally, she sat down with Barbara and asked if she could take her own radical sabbatical once every year. She could even work remotely while abroad. Barbara agreed on one condition, that Zoe sent her a postcard. Three years has passed since, and Zoe has taken three radical sabbaticals. What's more, the photos she's been taking around the world are now being published in the magazine where she works. Zoe is achieving her dreams, and it all started with realizing the true value of a $5 latte. Final summary, the key messages in this book. Through this parable, we've learned that the three secrets to financial freedom. To begin, always pay yourself first. Always pay yourself first. Preferably into a pre-tax account. Next, leave budgeting by the wayside, and instead automate your road to financial freedom. Finally, Zoe's story showed us how we can live rich both now 
and in the future by opening up Dream Accounts. All in all, there's no excuse for living an unstable financial existence. All you need to do is save $5 per day. In other words, the price of a latte. And that's a wrap on The Latte Factor by David Batch. If you like this summary and want to listen to over 500 more, you can check our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast with over 500 audiobook summaries. If you like the video book summary, check us out on YouTube, subscribe, ring the bell to get notified on the latest book summaries, and you can watch over 500 video book summaries. If you like to read book summaries, check us out on bestbookbits.com. We have a 500 written book summaries to read at your pleasure. If you want to join a book club of like-minded people, join the tribe, read more books, make new friends, get access to authors, and become part of a community of book lovers, readers, thinkers, and doers. Check us out at bestbookbits.com forward slash book club where you can join for free if you want to get updated with the latest book summaries via email join our weekly newsletter by popping your email in the link below thanks for watching and listening hope you got something out of this go out there get your finances automated so you can be on the road to riches take care bye bye now